0: Welcome to episode 6 of the Dog Pound Podcast. It's great to be back. I'm Jake Herman, back here with Ethan S. Miller.
1: Excited to be here, Jake.
0: And Ethan, we've got a lot to talk about. We're going to continue our coverage of the boys lacrosse team and talk about their recent win over Quince Orchard that has led them to the state Final Four. We're really getting down to it, down the stretch of the Churchill playoff run. In this episode, we'll interview the newly promoted starter, Ian Rosendahl, due to some injuries. We'll get his take on this team's playoff success. And after we recap how Churchill got to this point, we'll tell you everything you need to know ahead of this game, which will be Saturday night between Churchill Bulldogs and Westminster for a spot in the state championship. And then we'll end it off with a debate about what Ethan and I think is the most important sport At Churchill right now, that's one you won't want to miss. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, You can subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud if you like the podcast. Here we go. Alright, so before we get into last night's win over QO, let's recap just how this team got to the state Final Four in this playoff bracket. Uh, so first round they played Wheaton at home on Senior Day. That was pretty easy for them. Second round they went to WJ. Uh, due to some rain, they played the Wooten Patriots, a rivalry game that really wasn't expected to be close, and they won ten to one behind great play and goal of Alex Crombie and a solid offensive third quarter. Then they played Whitman at home, and after a bit of a slow start, were able to win ten to three, and then this sixteen to four bashing of QO. So really, really this team looks to be peaking at the right time, Ethan.
1: Yeah, you you have to agree with that statement, Jake. Throughout the playoffs, they've really they've really rebounded well from that tough landing game. And you can see Coach Rich's scheduling, which we will get into later, has made an impact. I'll just talk about it briefly. The they clearly have not had a, a layover from that loss at at home against landon. For them to parlay that disappointment and that frustration into dominating oppo- opponents, not just knowing that they can beat teams and being the better skilled team. they are completely running over these opponents because they understand what what it's like to lose. and it's it's really impressive and hopefully this play allows them to get over the hump. I certainly think it will. I think the keys that we talked about in the beginning of the year, um, their face off play, and their goalie play were certainly displayed in that QO game with great goaltending from Alex Crombie. But the, really, the star of the show was Merrick Lillifer. Oh
0: yes, I completely agree with that. So let's so let's get into this QO game. <laughs> Um, And of course, you set the tone immediately from the faceoff dot during the game. And Merrick Williford played a great game and really a great all-around start for Churchill as they went up 6-0 by the end of the first quarter, really taking the air out of the Red Army and really turning this game into a blowout right from the opening whistle.
1: And that was huge. And of course, that starts at the faceoff spot because when they lost Austin Laborwit, who was obviously so important to their team last year, we, we both talked about it, how important winning the face-off game was going to be at the beginning of the year. And we 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 heard about Merrick. We heard about how good of a player he was. But when you see it in the game, you understand. The way that he makes his money isn't off the quick first attempt. But that second effort is something that you don't see from a lot of lacrosse players in the um when they take face-offs, and that's something that is so impressive to yeah,
0: me, yeah, Merrick definitely had some highlight real goals last night, as did the whole team. Very balanced scoring act last night. I believe that five or six different players scored in that 6-0 first quarter. And that just goes to show you that this team, while they do have their, their star players, they do not rely solely on them. As I think I think the difference between this team and maybe the 2014 state championship team is that they have more balance in that offense. Coming up next on the podcast is our interview with newly promoted starting defender Ian Rosenthal, and this interview was filmed before the QO game. Stay tuned. All right, Ethan and I are here with Ian Rosenthal, LSM, and long pole for the team. Ian, how's it going?
2: Uh, It's going well.
0: Um, So obviously, due to the injury to Mac Ballman that happened last game, if he can't go, you would see some more time out there on the field, whether it's a penalty kill, as you've been doing all season, or a more starting role. How How do you plan to take advantage of this opportunity and help the team win out?
2: I mean, just going with the team plan, play as a team, always working together, keep the communication up, and keep playing the same way we've been playing all year.
1: And obviously, that team plan that's been instituted by Coach Fritz and the rest of the coaching staff has been working. You guys have a 14 and one record in the regular season, ranked number six right now, according to the Washington Post in the um, D.M.V. area rankings that they release. How do you think you can continue this extended regular season success that you've had, and you know, reach that next um, tier and hurdle that you guys have? You've come so close so many times, state semis. Last couple of years, how do you think you can get to that next level?
2: So getting to the next level is just going to be playing as a team. We need to keep up the team defense, not have any silly turnovers, keep the ball in our possession as much as possible, always hustling and doing whatever we can to make the effort to get the ball back on our end of the field.
0: Yeah, and and as a defender, how much does it mean? Obviously, Alex Crombie's been on fire the last couple of games, giving up one and three goals respectively, which are amazing. What does that do for you as a defender and your confidence?
2: I mean, it really boosts the team confidence overall, knowing that we can play our defense, play the way we need to play, and always have him as our backup if we need it.
1: One of the main themes that I've seen this season is kind of how polished you were throughout the season, at the beginning and at the end. And I think that's really attributed to the strength of schedule you guys have played, going, going and playing two really tough teams at home in the Heights and Landon. How do you think your increased um, strength of schedule compared to other public school teams has helped you this year?
2: So playing a tougher schedule definitely helps us. It keeps us down to earth, especially as we go into the playoffs where you face more difficult teams from other divisions and other regions of Maryland. Uh, the tougher schedule starting out with the Heights makes us realize what our potential is, see where we need to keep working, and then Landon brings us back down to earth after we've had our regular season schedule with the public schools, gets us ready for playoffs, knowing that we're in, we need still have some stuff to work on.
1: Um, and just last question, what do you think is going to be the team message going into this um, run, this extended playoff run? You've came off two really huge wins. What do you think Coach Fritz is saying to you guys in the locker room in order to get you to the ultimate goal of the state title?
2: So getting us to the ultimate goal is just uh, keep playing the way we've been playing. We've had some great things that we've done. We need to keep it up for the entire game, always hustling, always doing the extra thing, always showing the effort and putting forth everything you have, just really going to help us to go far.
1: Thank you so much, Ian.
0: So now the focus for the Churchill team is definitely shifting to their next opponent, their state Final Four game, which will be played against the Westminster Owls out of Carroll County. And Ethan, all signs point to this being a really tight game, and we'll get into why right now.
1: Yeah, Jake. One thing that I was really able to see when looking at this Westminster program is that they are their pedigree is extremely impressive. They've won six county titles in 7 years. Another thing that really struck me was how balanced their scoring is. If you look at their scoring sheet, they have you don't see one name consistently pop pop up. It is a bunch of different guys, five or six guys who really all share the load, and something that's a lot like Churchill. That's another thing that you can really see is that these two teams, at first glance, seem to be very similar in the fact that they are both very balanced, and their goalies are really good. For Westminster, it's Johnny Holzman, uh, who's committed to Bellarmine um, University in the SoCon Conference. Um, he has a six over a sixty-five percent save percentage, which is extremely impressive. But lucky for Churchill, they have Alex Crombie, a guy who can really go toe-to-toe against some of the best goaltenders in the county, who has been playing his best lacrosse as of late, Jay.
0: Yeah, it's pretty clear that Westminster is really like a mirror image of this Churchill team, and that's why this game is so intriguing. You know, you look at two teams that have dominated their region in recent memory, um, two teams both with only one loss that came to a private school. For Westminster, that was DeMatha, and for Churchill, that was Landon. Um, and you look at their common opponents who, in a spring tournament, spring break tournament, they played in the same bracket, both played against Kent. They did not play each other, um, but they did play against Kent Island, both of them, and they both beat this Kent Island team in overtime. They also both played Wooten and both beat them pretty easily. So all signs point to this being a very even game due to the fact that Westminster seems to be the Carroll County equivalent of Churchill.
1: Yeah, and while I don't know if you can really equate these two um, counties and divisions and the standard of play the one thing you can see is that for both teams there are guys with a lot of pedigree for Westminster they have a, a couple of guys who are committed to very high high-ranking division one schools along with Churchill so while the competition may not be considered as good in Carroll County they definitely have the pedigree and the talent to knock off a Churchill team, and vice versa for these Bulldogs.
0: Uh, You mentioned Westminster winning the title back in 2013. However, good news for the Bulldogs is that none of those players are still on the team as it has been five years since then. All right, we're going to try out a new segment here on the Dog Pound Podcast. We're going to have a little debate, and uh, Ethan, would you want to present the topic for this one?
1: Yeah, for today, the first debate, I'm really excited for this. I know Jake is really charged up. We're going to talk about maybe the most controversial thing that you could bring up. What is the most important, whatever your definition of important is, team, each year, each Churchill season for the Bulldogs? You could pick any sport. It doesn't matter. You could pick... The the
0: most important Churchill sport. Yes.
1: And for me... I know I'm going to hurt a lot of people saying this. I apologize now. I do think it's this lacrosse team. And quite frankly, it may surprise some people. I do think lacrosse is the most exciting sport to watch. There is constant action for anyone who hasn't been to a game. You see penalties, you see hits, and you see some very high quality play. Regardless of the sport, you recognize when you see a really fantastic team that has a lot of talent and that is very evident regardless of how experienced you are at seeing lacrosse i know for my first game i could immediately tell how great of a team this how great of a team and program this bulldogs team is and honestly that's that's why i have to go with lacrosse
0: okay and and you know what I, well, I I definitely admire the success that the lacrosse team has had. If we're gonna sit here and talk about the biggest sport at Churchill, it has to be the quintessential high school sport. Everywhere you go, football. You know, regardless of the on the field struggles that have been going on, football is a sport where you see the student body get probably the most involved in. You get the, the those stands are packed and the games are Friday nights. It's it's just a part of American culture that no matter how much you struggle on the field, it's going to be a part of everyone's high school experience, you know, going out to the football game, the homecoming traditions. You know, football has so many traditions attached to it. And the thing about lacrosse, while it's a great sport, and you and I definitely appreciate it as we're up in the booth, and I've certainly had a lot of fun watching this team for, for three years, the thing about lacrosse is most of the casual fans, as we saw last night in the student section, don't understand what's going on. And while they love to get out there and support the team, it's just one of those things where you have to be really into it to, to get it. And with football, you don't get that. You, get the, you draw all types of students from the school to support the team. That's why I think, while, while lacrosse is certainly important, football is the iconic sport of any high
1: school. But, but Jake, this lacrosse team can't control the nuances of the rules and the fact that the rules may be confusing, the fact that it may not be a perfect schedule for people what the Bulldogs can control their play on the field they have and it has been superb the one thing you cannot argue about is the talent that this team has and while while the common casual fan may not understand all of the rules you do understand the talent and talking about tradition this Bulldogs lacrosse team has really forged their own their own legacy in the past few years, with their state title, with their runs to the state title, with the fact that they've gone to the state semifinals. If you look at a map for this, for a Churchill season, and you go to spring, you know, I'm going to see a really good team. And that's why this lacrosse team is so important.
0: Yeah, well, the, the thing the thing about, about that is, no, no one's arguing that lacrosse is not one of the best teams in the school. It It's amazing. But the thing about football is, that everyone goes to the games. And with lacrosse, you see these the stands sometimes empty on these Tuesday and Thursday night games, and it's really a shame, but it's a reality just because of, of you know, APs and, and the springtime season and, you know, the fact that they play all these cupcake schools. Now, for football, there are less games. Each one of them is more important, and it feels like the whole school is behind the team. Now, I think it'd be awesome if the whole school came out to the lacrosse games and got behind these teams and saw these college-committed athletes go out there and do their thing. It's just that it doesn't happen. And so until that does, I feel like football has to be considered the most important sport for Churchill students. Okay, it's time for our closing arguments. Ethan, do you want to go first?
1: Sure, Jake. Honestly, when you look at this debate, you don't you don't need to hear us debating. You just need to look at the tape, look at the film, look at the lacrosse team go out and dominate. and. The- you talk about fans in the stadiums. Fans leave in the second quarter of the football game when they're getting blown out by 30 points. That 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 hurts me as much as I think it hurts this Churchill community. If you are watching a lacrosse game and fans are leaving, it's because Churchill is blowing the other team out. That's the difference between these two teams. Just look at the tape, Jake.
0: Well, speaking of looking at tape, my closing argument is just sort of Look at Churchill as a sort of a microcosm of society. When's the last time anyone has watched a professional lacrosse game on TV? Never, because professional lacrosse players also have day jobs. It's just the reality. And in terms of football, you look at one of the most iconic American pastimes, and for people to go out there and and see their friends play and see them represent our school, and especially with the SGA this year getting that increased attendance at football games really making it a fun place to be, in my mind... The popularity of the sport will take precedent over the record of the team, and that's why I think football is still the most important sport at Churchill and probably will continue to be as long as it's played here. Thanks so much for listening to Episode 6 of the Dog Pound Podcast, and good luck to the boys' lacrosse team in their game Saturday night against Westminster.